Live from 33 East, Ida B. Wells Drive, this is The Ryan Pollock Show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Show. I'll write it and we'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock it's 7.04. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show, the inaugural Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX FM. Thank you for tuning in with me. Uh, this is going to be so much fun. The Ryan Pollock Show, let me explain the format to you for a second. Uh, over the summer, I'm going to bring in local Chicago artists. This is going to be a music show, but different than other WCRX music shows in that it's going to be very interview heavy. I'm going to bring in Chicago artists every week for the first hour, and then the second hour, we're going to do mainstream music. I'm going to play some mainstream music. You're going to learn about some mainstream music. It's going to be great. And speaking of artists and local Chicago musicians, I've got a few in the studio with me now for the first ever Ryan Pollock show. I'm happy they're in here. It's the do rights. What do you guys do? We do right. <laughs> no less. <laughs> just, just only rights. Just like Zoolander. <laughs> do you guys do right? Uh, you guys also do some jazz. Yes, we play some old-timey whammy trad jazz. Uh, very New Orleans heavy and inspired. A little bit of blues, but mostly mostly jazz. Well, that was going to be one of the things I was going to ask you is what... There's so many subgenres of jazz. You can't just say, I, I play right. jazz. Yeah, so... Um, I have a lot of hard time describing which aspect of even New Orleans jazz that we um, play. I went down a couple years ago for my first time to Frenchman Street, and it was, it was uh, like almost Dixie. But like swing dancing, you know, like very just like rhythm heavy, noodle heavy in the in the melodies. Everyone's just noodling around each other and having fun. And that's what I want to do. Uh, the only jazz experience I'd had was a little more cutthroat. So I, I really enjoy just being able to mess up and laugh and not have like someone in like a critic, you know, it's like, oh, she's just having fun. She probably wasn't paying attention because she's having so much fun. Yeah, and uh, th <laughs> you know? this is Cassie here talking. She's Hi. kind of the leader of the band. She, uh, I, I would say leader, right? Everybody else is yeah. looking at me in the yeah. band like, was, why uh, are you calling her the leader? It was kind of my idea, for sure. Um, I've been looking for musicians for a while, and these, these guys stuck, and it's been so much fun. Well, she's locked and loaded. Uh, I talk about jazz, and if you're watching this on Facebook Live, uh, <laughs> you can certainly see the, uh, the instrument that she's holding. She's holding a ukulele, which... Yeah, my guitar player is not here today. Yeah, uh, and, and when you played live, you, you had a ukulele too, and that's not usually something that comes up in a sentence with jazz. Am I wrong when I say that? No, you're not wrong. Um, there are obviously a few, quite a few people back in the day who would use them, mostly for comedic purposes, like, you know, sh uh, TV jazz, like show theme jazz, that kind of stuff, very performance heavy, um, or even like Hawaiian blues, but... I heard I heard this band a while back called the Leftover Cuties, and they use they they we play a lot of we per, are playing actually today a song that I kind of copied from their arrangement of it. So we're gonna play a cover of that today. 
and it's called When You're Smiling. And it's it's very like Dixie heavy, swingy, jazz, but she plays the ukulele instead. And so it's just her and an upright bass and a trumpet. And we have that, but we also have a violin with us today with Claire. Yeah, uh, some interesting instruments in the band, and, and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, first, I want to introduce the other members of the band that we have in the WCRX studios, the do-rights in the WCRX studios. Uh, who do we got here down on the end? Hi, my name is uh, ben, ben Zucker. I play uh, trumpet and vibraphone and occasional vocalist for the band. Did, I get, did that all go through? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Should I say that again? No, I think we got it. You're a vocalist and, uh, and trumpet. Trumpet player and uh, vib- vibraphonist. And he's got a baby trumpet in here with him. What's, what's the name of this trumpet? It's called a pocket trumpet. It, uh, it's the pocket trumpet, which uh, has all, of the, uh, all, the, all the range and sound of normal trumpet just packed, uh, packed, packed into a more compact shape. It, uh, you know, it started off as, really as, a, as a novelty instrument, but there have been a couple of players... Um, over the over the decades, who've uh, made a made a serious instrument of it. Um, some in sort of in, sw- in these sort of swing contexts. Um, some in more out more out there out there music. But now it kind of makes sense. It goes along nicely with the with the with the ukulele because it's sort of like we got mm-hmm. our jazz mm-hmm. instruments, but we have you Tiny know a, a, yeah well yeah a version of this that is yeah. that sort of like is a, is about sort of the the fun of it. Totally. Yeah, that's great. Pocket trumpet. I like it. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it a pocket trumpet. They're locked and loaded. I was show, doing the intro to this show, and there they were, like, holding their instruments ready for battle. <laughs> uh, they were ready to go, which I like the enthusiasm. We're going to get to the music here in a bit. Uh, first, I want to introduce another lovely lady uh, of the band, uh, Alexis. Yeah, I'm Alexis Tyler. I'm a vocalist. Um, in this band, sometimes I sing lead, but sometimes I sing harmonies, mm-hmm. and we switch things mm-hmm. up in all of our songs. What role do harmonies play in, in jazz for those who don't uh, maybe know? Or in music, harmonies add something nice, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what makes um, our band so unique, I think. Yeah. Different than jazz that's played. Especially since we don't play with keys a lot, I think it's really important. Because you can get some from the guitar, but that's more rhythm, especially what we do. So I think the intricate lines around the melody um, in the vocals is mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One more person we got in here today, too. And this isn't even the full band. Uh, a couple <laughs> of us, I think, are out, right? We can... We can right, uh, yeah. We'll talk about them later. We'll talk about them later. All right, we'll get into that in a bit. Maybe there's some bad blood uh, in the band. Maybe by the end of this, we might have a band breakup. Uh, the first ever on WCRX. Uh, we have one more. Yes, hi. Um, I'm Claire. I'm the violinist for the band. Um, yeah, I play the violin, um, soloing, doing some noodling around. We like noodles here. I like noodles a lot. Yeah. We all like noodles. Well, you need noodles in jazz. Uh, you need a lot of improv and a lot of solo, <laughs> a lot of all that good stuff. The noodling's the, uh, the noodling's the, the heart, the heart of it, because it's you know you t- by what part of what the harmony is in a way. It's taking the, taking the melody, taking it and make, making it making it your own. So you know, we sing yeah. a harmony. You're still singing the melody. May not you may not recognize it right away, but it's got the uh, got the spirit of it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that when you hear a solo that they, you can tell they've crafted. Uh, you know, maybe they've sat in their room or something. I know I've done that a lot. Oh, Cassie's. That's yeah. how I learned how to play the ukulele. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Cassie's nodding her head uh, in agreement. But yeah, you, where you can hear the melody mm-hmm. of the the or the uh, verse, and you can pick it out, but it's different and it's altered. And it's those. Yours. 
Yeah, yeah, those make for for interesting melodies. And that's what makes makes these songs interesting because it's not like sort of jazz that came mm-hmm. after swing, thirties and forties, where it's all about a lot of complicated chords mm-hmm. um, and playing playing really fast. It really is about mm-hmm. how you can make make this make this simple stuff really unique each each time through. So. And that's why you can get away with playing so many covers. Everyone like. Have, Having tried to get a few gigs, they're like, "Do you play originals or covers?" I'm like, "We play covers, but they're they're yeah. not the way you're used to it hearing them." I mean, better. sometimes we take completely un come songs that are not even jazz and just make them jazzy. Cause and that's because we want to. And that's good. I mean, you nobody wants to hear a cover right. the exact same way. Otherwise, I'll just listen to the original the original band. Yeah. And what's the point of that? Yeah. I think maybe that's a little harsh. I don't know. Alexis is <laughs> laughing. Uh, but yeah, I like that. You guys add a little twist to it. And I noticed that when I saw you guys live at the Gallery Cabaret. You guys, you're basically celebrities there. Yeah, we You guys play there drink for free there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every yeah, time I do. see a post, it's like, we oh, the do rights. I call those drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. Unless you get, I mean, they give us free hams. So uh, that's, that too. it's nice, you know, if you're not in the mood for that. Sometimes um, you can weasel a JMO shot out of them. <laughs> maybe even some Malort. Oh, get that's... someone... Raz someone, ruffle someone's feathers, and they'll probably make you take a shot of Malort. Yeah, but that's but if that, you're lucky. But that seems like where when I first heard about <laughs> this, it's where it got we sort of get its start with the uh, the gallery cabaret open mics and mm-hmm. every week and the monthly bingo nights. Yes. Yeah, and I love the gallery cabaret because they are it's grungy, it's mm-hmm. a dive bar, it's. There's creepy old dudes in the back. Semi-disgusting. They stare at you all night, but like they're yeah. there, and you're just like, whatever, man. He's not. Go- he's not gonna do it. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's just harmless. here for the music. Yeah, he's harmless. He's just drinking. Yeah. Where he's always drunk. I like that. Well, we're here for the music, and uh, we're gonna be back in a bit. Uh, we're just gonna take a quick break. We've got the Do Rights in the studio, visiting, and uh, they're gonna play some music when we come back. You're listening to the Ryan Pollock Show on WCRX FM. This is the Ryan Pollock Show on Chicago's Underground, 88.1 WCRX-FM. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Profiled, hosted by Kaylin Lore, which explains the unique artistic endeavors of a plethora of students at Columbia College Chicago. Hear about each artist's inspiration, accomplishments, and goals. Check it out. That was the coolest moment of my life. I mean, first time with a wireless mic, first time I really experienced what it was like to move around and work a big stage and work a big crowd. And I think I got a little too excited at times. Um, Available wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show. Hey, you're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show on WCRX-FM, the inaugural episode of The Ryan Pollock Show. Uh, it's great to have you in. Thank you for tuning in. We got the Do Rights here, the local Chicago jazz band. They're tearing it up. We're going to hear some music from them. Um, but right now, I'm mostly interested in the background of all four of you. Um, if I if I saw you guys on the street, I certainly wouldn't think that you're in a band together. Uh, and I don't know if that's uh, offensive or, or what. No, but we're a band of misfits, kind of. Um, we come from all over. I think I posted on Facebook a while, like a year ago, and mm-hmm. that's over a year ago for you. I met yeah. you first. <laughs> yeah. uh, I met Alexis here at Columbia Music School, and uh, Ben I met through another Ben 
who I met through my friend Andrew, and they go to Northwestern. Uh, and then Dan Fiddler used to play with one of my old pianists. So, and our pianist is a politician who I met through Bingo Night. So it's just been a it's a melting we're pot. A hodgepodge of peeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. but that's good though. You don't want you don't want four or five of the same people up on stage. Right. You want some variety in your in your acting. Mm-hmm. Alexis is nodding her head in agreement as well. <laughs> Alexis, what do you what do you do? to Chicago to go to school at Columbia so I do a lot of things I teach private piano lessons and I'm in another band called Art in the Hex and I play keys for them but I also write my own music and I gig and do all do all this stuff and I'm in the do rights too yeah yeah and that's good it's all about uh, that's the other thing I was going to talk about too is musicians that come together from different genres and different now, ben, I'm sure you like different music than Claire and Cassie. And and so it's coming together. And then we were talking about in the previous segment about coming together and making cover songs your own. And I think you can really do that with, with different genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, s- still working on a a Killer Queen cover. It's going to be jazzy. Um, I started a while back on my ukulele, but we're kind of saving that one for for future times. For Soon, the right though, time. I think. What's we'll the band? Ready. What's the band that covers? Um, oh, um, postmodern jukebox. Postmodern jukebox. Yeah, yes. yeah. Is that what you guys are, are you going for? Sort of. Um, it's. I think our jazz roots are a little different than theirs, but yeah. I mean, essentially, that plus so jazz tunes plus non-jazz tunes plus you know originals eventually. Um, well. And you know, like you know, yeah. original originally, like jazz musicians were just were riff, riffing on the popular music of the day. Right. So right. when when postmodern jukebox cover covers a song in that style, it's part it's part of the yeah. whole thing. When when uh, when I did some David Bowie um, at a oh, gig yeah. a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know, a few months ago, that was that was jazz that was jazz that was in the in the whole the whole history of it. Um, a lot a lot's possible if you come at from come at from that from that angle. Yeah, and that's good and. You know, I was was wondering this too. I this might seem random, but I googled earlier. I googled local Chicago jazz bands, and I hit images, and it was all old white men with yes. horns. And I yes. thought that that was interesting because hmm. you guys are not old white men with horns. You guys are a hot looking band, and that's not that. <laughs> ben, see, Ben's look at Ben. He's all <laughs> flustered over here. But see, that's why so many Trump like musicians have a hard time getting gigs especially like trumpets and saxophones is because the older guys who were good at it are still doing it and i think that's they never what, stop and okay. i think that's what makes like our band a little more uh, different as well because like that you know when you google that image and you see all those old white men i think that's like a uh you know that shows that like the world of jazz is really hard to like break into because it's so it's really elitist and it's like really um, it can be dominated by those just like systemic, you know, uh, dynamics, I guess. Um, and I think that's what's different about our band is like we try to make everything really accessible. And like I love that like which, accessible jazz is like, um, you know, so awesome. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, there's certainly more opportunities in music for younger kids these days than there were back in the days of the jazz and stuff. And so I think that that's natural that you're going to get only one certain type of older crowd that's really really good at jazz because that's the only one that it was offered to back then but i think education wise today you know kids get 
introduced to music a lot sooner, have more of a capability of getting their hands on instruments. And, uh, and I think you guys are certainly a, uh, an example of that. And we don't, we don't really play at jazz clubs. Like we're playing at dive bars, we're playing at coffee shops, we're playing where all of our peers are playing. We're just playing a different kind of music and we've had a great response from it. People love it. And it takes the pressure off of being the best of the best, you know, like we don't have to put pressure on ourselves. We can just like hang out with everyone who's at the bar, get up and play. And they just, they feed off of the energy. They don't feed off of how good or bad a band is. It's all about the soul, yeah, which is very important in jazz. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that in you know, the last couple of years, you know, a lot of a lot of the classic jazz venues in Chicago have have closed have closed down. Um, but that sort of what, but what's still there is um, the the do it yourself impulse. Like mm-hmm. I think we're coming at it from sort of a, yeah. the, the DIY impulse that was more than just sort of like a institution of a jazz club is way more in line with the with the spirit of what Chicago music, especially like Chicago jazz in the in the '60s, especially mm-hmm. um, was. So uh, so good at doing, which is building itself up for the for the community. And our community is I'm not going to say our community is, is dive bars, but it's not just like places <laughs> like like the like the like the showcase or whatever, like places with a places with a seven drink minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's good. Yeah. Uh, although I went to Gallery Cabaret when you guys played, and I just wanted a Coke, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we have a five dollar <laughs> limit on or ten dollar limit or something." Had to buy one of your band members a drink to get my card back. So you're welcome. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So they did have a minimum there. But no, no, no. But I, I understand what you're saying, though. It, it's completely different. You're not playing behind podiums like you see those jazz bills, big bands play behind and stuff. Right. You guys are very... Not to say that we don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll take the podiums? Oh, we might. <laughs> we all use music when we play, too. So. Yeah. Which well, used that's... to be so frowned upon. But you go down to New Orleans, and they're all doing it. They're all doing that. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I like it. You like, too. yeah. Uh, speaking of music, can we hear some music? You sure can. We are gonna sing a tune that I had never heard of, and then a band that I met down in New Orleans did this song with a, a trio from Israel called the Hazelnuts, and he sent me a video. And I, I mean, and I was, I went to choir college, so I had tons of friends on this trip with me who were singers and so we you know whipped it together and now we're going to do it here for you. Great. All right. From the second A. Drive 
Hey, is that part of the song, man? <laughs> uh, yes, actually, it is. I do that every time. Hey, great, uh, great job, everybody. That sounded great. Um, I love the tight harmonies that we got going on here in the middle. Uh, hey, if you're listening in your car, this is the Ryan Pollock Show. We've got the do-rights in here, local Chicago jazz band, playing some jazz tunes, hanging out with us. Um, tune into Facebook Live. Everybody that's watching on Facebook Live right now, I think my dad's watching... Uh, Proud, proud pop. He's watching now, all the way back from Jefferson City. Uh, tune into Facebook Live. That was awesome. Now, where did you say that you had had uh, gotten that song from again? Um, the Hazelnuts is a trio of ladies from Israel. Uh, you can find them all over YouTube. Uh, they are not on Spotify, but if you search the Hazelnuts on YouTube, his, Hazelnuts Israel, like this, it would probably be one of the first videos that pops up by them and. Yeah, they're awesome. They've got tons of stuff. They tour all over the world, um, but they're not very popular. Which but that, me that's sad, cool. But that's that's cool, cool that they yeah. tour all over the world. Nothing on Spotify. That's hard to do these days. I, I don't think that that would. I wouldn't have thought that that would have been possible. Right. It's a game changer. That's DIY to the maximum right there. <laughs> hey, we got the do-rights uh, in the WCRX studios. You're listening to Ryan Pollock show. Uh, after the break, we've got more of the do-rights. Don't go anywhere. From 33 East Ida B. Wells Drive, this is The Ryan Pollock Show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including The Career Class, hosted by professors Flora Bernetti and Lisa Hopkins Newell. The Career Class is about chasing success in contemporary America, fueling motivation and aspiration, and striving for growth in individuals' careers. Check it out. Um, But this chapter really kind of flipped me into thinking about, you know, seeking out people who are thinking differently. They, they're not in agreement with me. And instead of dismissing them, like, oh, okay, thanks, um, embracing them and going, talk to me a little bit about our difference, our disagreement, and using it as a way to learn something and adding it onto your knowledge instead of rejecting it, going, okay, they don't agree with me. They don't see my vision. You know, they're not. Available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show. Hey, welcome back to The Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX-FM, the first Ryan Pollock Show. I'm going to be doing this for a while. Uh, this is great. I'm having a lot of fun. And we got the Do-Rights in with us, local Chicago jazz band. They're playing some music. Uh, they just played a tune. We're going to have them play a couple more. But first, I want to introduce a new segment. I get they're all new segments. What am I talking about? This is the first show. I want to introduce a new segment that I've got. It's called What You're Listening To. Uh, and do rights, do you, did any of you remember when your parents, when you were kids, and they'd say, don't talk to strangers on the streets. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Cassie's shaking her head. Alexis is rolling her eyes. Ben's rubbing his beard. And uh, yeah, Claire is confused. Uh, yeah, my parents would always tell me that. And this segment just completely puts that right down the drain. Uh, because in this segment, I go out to people on the street, rip their earbuds out, and I ask them one simple question. Hey, um, what you listening to? Hey, um, what you listening to? Uh, yeah, Sunshine there, the last guy that I had on. It amazed me. The thing that I found out about in this segment and doing this uh, and going up to people on the streets of Chicago, which I advise you to never do because there are some, there are some interesting people. Uh, he 
he was selling something outside the Chicago theater. And I walk up to him and I thought, this is the perfect guy to get because uh, I thought I'll, I'll do a trade here. You can sell me something, and but I get to record you. And he was so frazzled from just trying to come up with an artist or song or something. He didn't even sell me what he was what he was going to sell me. He was so uh, so taken off. But it's amazing how many people can't think of a song off the top of their head. So that's what I'm going to have you do right now. The do rights. I'm going to have you all. Name me a song that you're listening to right now. Oh, they're all shrugging. They're all scared. Claire's uh, nodding her head. Claire's ready for the first song. Claire, are you going first? (laughs) All right, get right there in that microphone and tell us your song. So I just started listening. Um, I missed a show that they played, but it's the band Death. They're like a punk. They were like in the 70s, and they basically like were playing punk rock before like anyone else was playing punk rock. (laughs) But um, the documentary, they have a documentary called A Band Called Death. It's really awesome. And I was listening to a song by them called um, Freaking Out. It's really good. Well, Claire, I got to admit, you're coming here with this violin, and then you tell me that a band called Death is something you're listening to. That that threw me for a loop there. Uh, <laughs> certainly wasn't what I was thinking you were going to say. Who do we got next? Who's got something off the top of their head? Ben, how about you? All right, All right he says yes. So All right, come right in that microphone. We yeah, want everybody to hear yeah. this song. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, no. So um, I guess, strictly speaking, actually... We're, weirdly enough, we're going to continue the uh, trend of some uh, heavy, heavy music because the last song I was listening to before I came into the studio was, uh, what is it? It's that uh, uh, The Bees Made Honey in the, in the Lion's Skull by Earth. <laughs> like the, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again. What I was this title? The Bees Made Honey in the Lion's Skull by a band called Earth. They're sort of, they're also kind of like, they're like metal. They were from Seattle around the same time as Nirvana. Um it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty in, intense awesome stuff yeah so far um i'm I'm really thrown off because I, I thought maybe somebody's gonna say like oh duke ellington like something jazzy and then we got this like death metal uh all right that's good i like that it's, you're throwing me for a loop i like it uh cassie what, what you got for us? What you listening to? You know, it's funny that you mentioned Duke Ellington because I was going to say Swamp Goo by Duke Ellington. Oh, see? The only recording of this song that I have been able to find is if you go on Spotify, there's an album called Yale Concerts under his, um, under his profile. So go to Yale Con- the album Yale Concerts by Duke Ellington, and it's probably like the third or fourth song on there. That's my favorite song. That's your jam. That's your favorite song. What, but what are you listening to now? What's Right now I have Peggy Lee in my car. So oh. I'd say my favorite song of hers is going to be Why Don't You Do Right, which is actually the song that we're going to play next. <laughs> oh, nice transition. Well, yeah. we'll get there in a second. First, we want to hear Alexis. And you know what? Alexis told me an interesting thing about you, Cassie. She oh. said that your car is filled with, was it CDs? It wasn't cassette tapes, yeah, right? Yeah, it's CDs. Just CDs. Yeah, okay. my sister and I started that tradition... Back in high school when we first started driving, every show we go to, we buy a CD. Um, we have our favorite you know, record stores, and every time we go in together, we'll pick a, it's dumb, but we'll pick an album like that we like, we'll pick a CD that we like the cover of, or if we've heard it and heard of it and never listened to it but meant to, and it's cheap, so we've got a lot of random, random stuff in there. A lot of jazz, which is super... Because that's pretty much all I listen to anymore. That's cool. Now, that's funny that you say you buy CDs at record stores, which yes, I think shows the way. That's where they all went. Yeah, that shows the way that the, uh, the industry's moving there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, our last one, Alexis, what are you, what are you listening to? Um, I 
I'm listening to Super Trooper by ABBA. Yes. I listen yes. to ABBA Super every Troop- day. That was the ABBA last CD I had in my car. <laughs> <laughs> a Super Trooper by ABBA. Well, that's good. We got a wide range just from these four members of the band. We have other band members, too. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into them first, and then let's hear this song. So, Ben... Ben Krieg, our ba- upright bass player, just left for India for how long? All summer? Yeah, like, Pretty it much like, all it's summer. like the whole the whole southeast the whole southeast Asia thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm proud of him, but I'm salty that he's not here right now because he would be. <laughs> Who goes to <laughs> India for summer though? Like, geez, don't you go somewhere a little bit cooler, maybe? What, like Chicago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hot there. Uh, Today it is. Today it is, yeah. Today is nice. Uh, so, but let's not talk about the weather. Let's talk about these other band members. So then there's Dan Fiddler, who is our guitar player. He is actually, he kind of got me into the spirit of starting a band for real. You know, I kind of toyed with the idea, and I never found the people. But then he came up to me at a party of a mutual friend, and. I was singing, I sang a couple jazz tunes with our friend who plays piano, and then he came up to me and asked if I know, if I know the song, Why Don't You Do Right? And I said, I've been waiting my entire life for someone to ask me that question. Of course I do. Peggy Lee is my girl. And so we did that, and that's why we're called the Do-Rights, actually. I was going to ask yeah. about that, too. Yeah, where's the, was it tough to decide whether you got a hyphen in there or you don't? It was, actually. <laughs> we did, we tried to see if there were other bands out there. Of course, there's do Right. Donuts, I believe, is a donut place. They use a hyphen. Yeah, they are because they... I had a tro- I had a hard time finding <laughs> you over the donuts. But they, yeah, but they use R I T E and we use R I G H T. Oh. Um, yes, that's very important for all the listeners who are trying to look us up. Well, maybe uh, I didn't I didn't type all the way of right in there yet. So right, just right. got a bunch of donuts. Uh, speaking of that, we can find you on Facebook at the Do Rights. But do we have? A dash in there? There is a dash in there. It's R-I-G-H-T. No exclamation point on Facebook, but it's generally in the name. They wouldn't let me do it. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't let me use an exclamation point in the name of our our uh, group. So. And then we have other band members. We have two that weren't here. Yeah. How, about a, how about three? Um, so we have a new drummer. Um, not sure how long he's going to be on with us, but we're happy to have whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, wait. You said not sure how long he's going to be on. Well, we've only played once together. Oh, okay. So it's just like, wait, yeah, it, the initiation hasn't. You sounded that like you were going to. You sounded that like you were going to relieve him of his list. duties no, as the drummer. No, we we just need to get. We're work, still working on like a set schedule for practices, so he hasn't been to too many of our rehearsals yet. It's, it's not like a Spinal Tap thing. Right. I was I was gonna say that, and I thought, ah, you guys don't get that joke. And, uh, and we're all friends. Ben's so got me. We're all friends, so it's like not. It's not a thing. Yeah, I think the show that I saw at Gallery Cabaret, where you guys played, playing, that yeah. was his first that show. That was his first show and, and practice. And he, he did well. Play, he did, we didn't practice with him, I don't think, did we? Or once. We did once. Right, Not like the day before or yeah, the day of. There's or so many like people that. sort of coming in and out <laughs> that it's that we we've pre- we practice in so many different kinds of groupings, but then we've got everything sort of in us that by the time we come to the show, we got we got something that yeah. we know we know how to do, and it works it works out really well. <laughs> the more the merrier. Come and jam, yeah. you know. Yeah. Type of thing. So that's good. Yeah. There's also been uh, there's also um, uh, Will Will Gazzardi, our with a uh, 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 district House of Representatives. Our guy, um, he is very good friends with Kevin Petrick, who runs Bingo, and he's an amazing pianist. So 
at the beginning of bingo i used to play piano we would have people come in and do different musical stylings but then i had hip surgery and i didn't do it for a while and i came back and will was doing it and i asked if he wanted to just kind of go ham on this whole bingo thing and put a whole Wait a minute, I, I gotta cut you off there. You keep saying bingo, what? Bingo night at yeah. the Gallery Cabaret, fourth Monday of every month. Uh, we It's pretty lively. Kevin talks like an old-timey-wimey game show host, dresses up in a suit, slicks his hair to the side, and talks like Corny Collins from Hairspray, you know, like very rootin' tootin' stuff and we just we play like game show music we play trad jazz we just pull out a real book and we just play all night from wow. like nine thirty to 2 a.m depending on how many people are there if it's packed we keep going if it's not we cut it early but it's always fun bingo night at gallery cabaret every fourth monday every fourth monday of the month of every month wow nine, that's nine awesome 30 to who knows when 9 30 yeah <laughs> sometimes it's later sometimes we you, know. you don't know where the night's gonna take you yeah. after you get a bingo that's true, and it's mostly like the same people every time, at least as far as regulars go. I mean, people come in and uh, come in through all sorts of facets, but they're like at the end of the night, if everyone's hanging out still, it's usually just you know the regular crowd and everyone knows each other, so it's one big party. Everyone yeah. likes each other. Everyone cool. insults each other. Yeah. Mostly they insult Kevin. <laughs> Put the balls yeah. back in the everyone wheel and go for another round. Kevin's, uh, Kevin's nerves. Well, good. Cheese balls. Uh, <laughs> cheese balls. There cheese will be balls cheese balls. Are <laughs> and it is coming up on this <laughs> Monday. This Just next Monday. To yes. that in. Yeah. All right. This next Monday, Gallery Cabaret, Bingo Night. Uh, enjoy the do rights. Now, we're, right now, we're gonna enjoy some do rights. Oh yeah. Because we got do, another song. Let's do some right. Yeah. Let's do some. You're doing a trumpet intro, right? Yeah. Fabulous. All right. One, two, Get out of here, 
Wow, that was awesome. That was great. Uh, I love, and we had we had Alexis on the vocals this time. Yeah, uh, we're switching it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, switching it up a bit. That sounded good. We had a little bit of a violin solo over here, mm-hmm. some some trumpet, some pocket trumpet solo. Great work. Yeah, that sounded really good. Uh, when is the next time that we can hear you guys play? When is something that we could hear uh, like this? Um, so on Monday for bingo, we will not be playing this stuff. We don't do too much singing. We do like... We'll, we'll sing, you know, we'll sing Kevin out and then we'll take a break. Everyone goes out for a smoke break and then we come back inside and we might sing in or Kevin might want to get started and we don't. But uh, the next show, the next set we're doing is June 1st at the Gallery Cabaret. Thomas Bojack is in town from Detroit and he is throwing a show there. Uh, there's a, there will be an art show from 6 to 7. While, so we'll be playing instrumental there and then we play... From 7 to 7.15, we'll have a tiny set similar to this. We might play one of these songs and then switch it up a little bit just so we're not doing the same old thing every time. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. All right, good. And yeah. we can find you can find all of this on their Facebook page, The Do Rights, uh, with a dash in there between do and rights. No exclamation mark. Uh, you can find that all there. Do not click on the donuts. Hey, uh, I've got another new segment. Like I said earlier, they're all new segments. Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh I've got another segment that I, I want you guys to participate in with me. This one's called Hot or Not. Um, typically, this is going to be in my mainstream hour of the show, but I'm going to move it to your hour because uh, we're off the air at 8. It's called Hot or Not. I have local Chicago podcast, The Statesman. They're going to review a song for me every week. This week, they're going to review Taylor Swift and Brendan Urie's Me, and they're going to decide ultimately if it's hot or if it's not. So we got the Statesman standing by. Statesman, uh, is Taylor Swift me hot or not? Hey, Ryan, this is the Statesman uh, coming into you live from the Stu Stu studio to talk about Taylor Swift's me featuring Brendan Urie. I'm with Stuart Highcar. Hello. And Anthony Rossi. Hello. Guys, we just watched the music video to this thing and... What do you guys think? Wow. I mean, well, uh, we're, we're trying to answer the question, hot or not. Yeah. And with that, I think I can give a hot take. Okay, let's hear it, Stu. Woof. Woof <laughs> is right. It, I, is, <laughs> it is a nightmare. It, it's just a, it's the same just pop garbage that I've, I don't think I've 
not heard anywhere else. I hear it every day. I now, like. look, I think this song is right at home on the soundtrack to Troll 2. That's this, what I was thinking. It sounds it, exactly like one of those boring animated movie, like, so- yeah. musical songs where you're like, oh, this is just, like, a positive message to, like, the worst chord progression in the world. It's just so boring. Right, and I, I think it, I think we should take into account we're not the intended target audience. No. But, but like outside of its intended target audience of like 12-year-old girls, like But they deserve better than that. Exactly. Yeah. Like they don't need this saccharine garbage. Like Brendan Urie and Taylor Swift are talented singers, but you wouldn't know because they're buried under this like <laughs> B-side <laughs> track from a from a Disney end credit. How about the part where um, uh, Taylor Swift goes, "Hey kids, spelling, spelling is, is fun." fun. I, I honestly th- thought she said smelling is fun, <laughs> and it changed the entire song. Well, if smelling is fun, then this music video's <laughs> pu stinky. Brendan Yuri, more like Brendan Urin. Oh yeah. man, I don't know. You're if in trouble. Go. This song sucks. <laughs> I, what's crazy is it's going to be a number one hit. It's, I don't think so. Dude, it, all it, people listen to Taylor Swift. People love Taylor Swift. I think that this is going to be an absolute brick and off the charts in a couple days, if not weeks. Oh, sure. This is what they were trying to do is have a feel good jam for the summer, but I don't see this having any staying power whatsoever. Feel good. I want to hurt myself <laughs> yeah it, so bad. it is a despicable song it's a despicable video just shot entirely on green screen both mm. of them just like dancing around dancing in, in like in like really non-viscous paint yeah, yeah that was weird it, it was, was like, like goo yeah at one point her dress started to just gush everywhere and like he was dancing in the goo and one thing i will say is that those video graphics editors really doing a great job with those fluid animations you he know was stepping through that goo and noticed cool. that as well it was kind of cool i thought it looked as bad as it sounded it was just yeah. so overproduced and so ugly it an just... absolute pastel diarrhea this thing yeah it's, it's all gross looking and the, the i mean i don't have to bomb on the lyrics of this because taylor swift didn't write them herself some you know 40-year-old man who understands rhyme scheme wrote them, but, like, it still sucks that every one of her songs is like, I know I was a crazy ex-girlfriend, I know I called you on the phone and was crazy, Yeah, and you're like, how, aren't you, like, 35? Like, how old are you? (laughs) And also, just the the chorus going, hoo, 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 hee, 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 it's like, come on, like, it's straight out of the Masked Singer. Look, Um, I think this song is really about a breakup and a coming together of a relationship. And in that same theme, if you're looking for something to listen to um, about a relationship, please go to uh, Tyler, the Creator's Igor, uh, Mm. a beautiful album front to back instead of this. Poo poo pee pee me me no no. Taylor Swift is twenty nine years old and mm. she's worth three hundred and twenty million dollars. Oh, yeah, well, she's a she's a robot. Then maybe I guess we're worthless. What are we doing? She's, well, no, let's, I mean, she's let's so go, much better let, than us. Let's go around in the circle, starting with Stu to Anthony mm-hmm. and myself, and you know, talk about whether this song is hot or not. Okay, I mean, I obviously understand why this thing was supposed to be hot, right? It was supposed to take up the same place as that Justin Timberlake troll song, uh, Can't Stop the Feeling. It's like, it's just a positive message. It's it's happy with Pharrell Williams. It's that same thing. It comes out of a kid's movie. It's a positive message to a beat that sounds fine, and it'll be disappeared, or I'll be so sick of it in a few days that, like, we'll never sound of it again. And it, it's, a, it's a big N-O-T for... Uh, uh, no, 
Oh, take it away, <laughs> Anthony. Jesus Christ, Stu. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that review was worse than the song itself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have to say, it's a not for me, folks. Mm. I didn't come in expecting to like it, but the first time I ever heard it, I did turn it off less than halfway through. It's like three or four minutes long. <laughs> it way overstays its welcome. It tells a story I don't care about at all. I'm not motivated to like either of the characters because they're both saying that they're shitty. I just, they're shitty, but unique and they own it and cool. But like, don't make a song <laughs> about that. Uh, I'm going to say not. Um, and I'm really hoping that this does not land on the charts for long. I'm not even going to give this review any thought. It's a straight not from your boy, Tim. And uh, I think I'm just going to move on from there. This song sucks butt. Well, let me tell you guys, wh- whoever's listening to this out there, you need to know something. We're not haters. Okay? No. And we, you, can't, you can't just shake us off. We are lovers. And we want to love this music. We don't. It doesn't give us any pleasure to trash it like no, this. No, 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 no. When we started the music video, my lips were wet and ready to kiss. But by the end, bone dry and chapped. Well, well. <laughs> maybe next time on this segment, if we ever are offered one again, we'll enjoy it. But for now, it's a resounding not. not. All right, Ryan, thanks so much for having the Statesman on again. We appreciate it. Everybody out there, state positive. Wow, what a review from the Statesman there. Thank you, Statesman. Uh, wow, that was a bold review there on Taylor Swift. Uh, we're going to quickly go around and ask the do-rights what they think uh, and if they give it a hot or not. Starting with Cassie, Taylor Swift Me, is it hot or not? I haven't seen it. I haven't heard about it until this moment. So. All right, but Cassie. I, but uh, I'm not surprised. Well, good thing <laughs> you're on the local like show it. and not on the mainstream show. That's yeah. all right. Uh, Alexis, uh, me. Taylor Swift, hot or not? I've not seen the video. I have just the yeah, I just the song. To the song. Um, I never want to hear it again. <laughs> That's where I'm at. So it's a, it's a not. So it's a not from Alexis. All right, Ben. Uh, I'll just start off by saying I I agree with everything that has just been, just been said by everything that has come before me, but all the stuff that makes it like a complete abomination. It also makes it hard to sort of like completely tear yourself away from it. So it's mm. like. Not asterisk, like, uh, mouth, mouthless face, screaming face, laughing, crying face. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. All right. And finally, Claire, what, what are you giving it? Um, I would say not. I think that Taylor Swift has always just been a big pile of garbage. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, you heard it there first. Uh, big old knots from the do rights uh guys thanks for coming in so much today this was great i loved having you on the inaugural episode uh the inaugural edition of ryan pollock show thank you so much much. (laughs) gallery cabaret uh, you can check them out there check out their facebook page the do rights hey you've been listening to the ryan pollock show thank you so much for tuning in i'm going to be here next week from seven to nine on wednesdays you can catch me every week seven to nine on wednesdays thanks for tuning in until then have a good one
Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Focal Point, created in collaboration with the Museum of Contemporary Photography. Focal Point is a podcast exploring the artists, themes, and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary photography. Check it out. What are the rules with photographing buildings and and places where people lived their lives? And and what have you come across in doing that project? Yeah, I mean, I try to approach it in many ways in the same way. Um, I don't always have the same connection to that particular place that I might have with a connection with a person. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, I try to approach projects that, yeah, that are about that are about buildings or involve buildings as a way to talk about these other things um, in a similar kind of way. Available wherever you get your podcasts.